the all important record button. And we are recording right now. That is a good thing. I just got to get that alert off and we are all set. Good morning, everyone. First off, happy Memorial Day. We're going to get into a little discussion about Memorial Day, which I'm excited about. This is Nani Bots, Carol Sue live from Vero Beach on a partly cloudy, but it's okay because I'm going to get my pickleball on. Oh, and P.S. Check out my cute red, white, and blue skirt. Oh, those are cute. Just had to show you that. But good morning. This is Carol Sue with you. Sisters. Hey, good morning, everyone. My name is Janice, aka Wellness Diva 5.0, and I have my very patriotic ILP. Yeah. I want to see if I can like actually move this back so you can see the squirt. It's the cutest oh. thing. I almost feel like it's uh, Rocky Balboa. See? Oh, cute. Yeah. That's awesome. And I use my uh, Rocky Balboa gloves today. And oh, I will just, yeah, and I will just say um, it had to be sit boxing today. But we're not going to we're not going to focus on that. We focus on how we can do things differently when you injure yourself. And I did injure myself, but that's not what today is about. It's about Memorial Day and the veterans and their families, for that matter, who have paid that ultimate sacrifice. That is right. And a lot of people frequently confuse Veterans Day and Memorial Day. And I actually did a post about this uh, the other day that there's definitely a difference. We just like, you know, you there's a difference between, you know, maybe celebrating Mother's Day and Father's Day. Well, there's a, there is a difference between Veterans Day and Memorial Day. Veterans Day is to celebrate anyone that is currently serving or has served and is still alive. And a lot of times we have seen veterans shunned, um, you know, as far as getting medical assistance, help, uh, mental help as well. And they served courageously and I think they should be uh, blessed. They should be sh show sh such reverence too because it takes a lot of courage. Even though a lot of them might, might have signed up when they were 18 years old or were drafted, it still takes courage because it's the unknown that the only thing that they do know that they are doing is defending our flag, defending our country. So Memorial Day is for those that also served, but did not come home. They're the ones who paid the ultimate sacrifice. Mm -hmm. And uh, initially it had to do with the Civil War and um, commemorating and you know those that passed away, whether they were, um, uh, you know, soldiers of, oh, I'm trying to think of what the right word is. I can't think of the word. It's just going out of my head right now. But anywho, then they ended up changing it to include all wars. So Memorial Day is to pay tribute to those that did not come home, that paid the ultimate sacrifice, and also to their families. Because I truly believe that anytime that you go into service or you serve, if you serve in law enforcement, if you serve in armed forces, your family is also serving just as well. Same thing with firemen. Anyone that serves citizens where their lives are in danger the moment they walk out that door, they are serving, but also their families are serving because they're sacrificing family time. And there's a lot of debate about that. A lot of people say, well, that's the, that's the profession they chose. I truly believe while some 
actually do choose the profession, most do not. It's a calling because it really does take a special person to know that they're going to put their lives in danger 24-7, even while they have their own family and children and whatnot. But they still they have this need. They have this call to help others. And I do think that it takes a special person. And I do believe that they should be celebrated and also their family celebrated. Because for those that did not come home from war, they didn't have that, that closure. They didn't have, um, for some of them, many, the body didn't even come over for years later, uh, when you think about things like that. So, and then you think of, <clears throat> you know, I was quite upset and I, I, I did verbalize on social media, on different social media platforms, how disturbed I was that, you know, when I think of someone that is representing the United States, you know, they're representing our flag, our red, white, and blue, our patriotism. And I found it, well, I wasn't shocked. I'm gonna say I wasn't shocked, but I found it actually more, more or less appalling that the current administration just, you know, one in particular, second in command, have a nice long weekend. Now, I saw that as well. I found it very disturbing. Yeah, no mention of the soldiers, no mention of those that died. No, you know, could it have been a slip? I would like to think so, um, but there's been no rebuttal of what she said, I guess. And I think if you choose to serve our country in the political game, part of that is recognizing very special days to those that serve the office that you're serving. And with no, no, no remorse about it, just, just, just you know, whatever, just have, have a nice long weekend. Now I do realize that some, you know, they think of today is really the traditional opening of summertime. Uh, there are many that don't understand, and that's sadly lack of education if they're not teaching that in our school systems to our children, the importance. And I, you know, parents need to do their due diligence to let them and explain to their children what today is all about. And yes, of course, it doesn't mean you can't have those fun cookouts and parades and all those things, but remember why we have this day. You know, we have this day because of someone else sacrificing for our flag in multiple wars. And to have that kind of, you know, I try to imagine if I was that family member, knowing that a leader of the free world did not, you know, was very glim about it, just have a nice long weekend. What do you think? About yeah, that? yeah. Um, while I could spend a lot of t time <laughs> chatting about that, what I will say is our military service those who are first responders deserve our respect and gratitude. And I was very, I saw what you were referring to and very kind of taken aback. And while I will not comment on the people occupying the White House, I honor those service members who did pay that ultimate sacrifice. And it brings me back to that conversation we had with Dr. Skip, where we recognized and thanked him for his service to our country. And you had also mentioned, you know, as well, his family. And he, 
he was so grateful that that was mentioned. He was. Like that just, he just kind of lit up and he was, really was, not that he was taken aback, but it's not the right word I'm trying to use, but he was, he was felt so wonderful. And, and he also, he also reiterated the, the important fact of that, that he really right? felt his family, his wife, you know, pay the sacrifice, they serve, they pay the ultimate sacrifice for him leaving, you know, being a colonel and, and gone away for long hours in addition to him being a doctor and all that, you know, that she was home left. Three years. For, for being the mom, being, being the dad at many times. And he recognized that. And so he was very humble when he chatted about when we were thanking him that he did, you're right, did appreciate humble, it. Yes family yes and i want to go back to the comment about <laughs> when people say because i've heard it before and logically i know why somebody would say that that oh well that that's the profession that they chose hmm. that's kind of a lame cop out or a lame statement to make while logically that is true i agree it's more of a, call, a calling. It's more of a, <laughs> how can I serve? How can I make an impact? I asked myself, and I was not in the military, so I wanna make that very, very clear. I asked myself those questions every day. So for somebody to say, well, that's the profession that they chose. Well, you have a right to choose what you wanna choose. And what if you're, what if you are that hardworking mom working two jobs taking care of your children or a dad by the way because there are single dads out there and somebody said to you well you know that's the profession that you chose that is like a slap in the face it's very degrading yeah i also think it's actually cowardly I yeah very, i think it's a very coward statement it's a very you know snarky statement well that's the, the profession they chose and i've heard it used that in that line with uh, not only military but law enforcement and i'm actually you know i don't even, i don't even get angry at those people i feel sorry for them that they're because that's ignorant that's a very ignorant statement instead of understanding recognizing that there is people do have a calling and a need to put their lives on the line not everybody can do what they do not everyone can run into a burning building I would bet you 99% are going to be running out of the burning burn, burning building rather than running in. Uh, when you are on, um, you know, in war, especially when you're in war, you don't have the luxury of second guessing what you're doing. It's a split second decision, you know, that you're taking orders from your commander and your commander in chief, your sergeant, whoever, and you don't think twice about it. You just go do it. You go to where they tell you to do. You shoot what you're supposed to do. You uh, protect cover whatever you have to do, but you do it and you have a split second. Uh, the same thing applies to law enforcement. So for someone to say, well, that's the profession they chose to me is a very ignorant, uh, snarky statement. And, you know, it, it just doesn't, it doesn't feel good. There's no, I, and for funny when you, when you talk to anyone that serves military, especially they're very humble when people want to put them on a pedestal and show them um, a grateful heart. 
they're the last ones to, they, like they kind of pull back and you know they're just so humble about it they don't think oh thank you so much and you know give me more of that give me more of that praise they're not like that they're very humble and and reserved when when right. they're receiving the gratitude they're very reserved very reserved in fact um gary's cousin ga we were out we, we both have obviously have the same birthday and we went out for a little celebration and he wears his hat proudly and a couple of people said to him you know thank you for your service to our country and i almost my eyes kind of well and and i get this feeling and he puts his hand over his heart he says no it was thank you it was my honor to serve you and and that is so true of their response to that they are very humble in it but at the same time you know i i just wonder like what what do they think when the current you know leadership of this country that is occupying the white house when they they're they're not and i and i don't think they're looking for celebration so i don't think it's a question of that i just wonder if they just kind of take it internally and say hmm, yeah this is this is what we got right now i mean because you don't know because they're they are so humble you 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 find a two a true patriot who has served rarely will you find and it would i guess have to be something very upsetting uh to them that they would come out publicly and not support the leadership because the leadership trickles down to the country and the ultimate game in the scheme of life is protect the citizens, protect the country. Sometimes, you know, the person at the helm is, is not doing us justice, but I think for them, and I'm, you know, just this is just how I'm kind of taking because of the way that they react when they hear certain things and or they're so humble about receiving grace from others that are very, or want to pay them homage for what they've done. Mm -hmm. And then I look at today and I really reflect more on the families that's where where my focus is because you think of you know those loved ones are not with them they didn't you know and and, and then the flip side of it and i'm not going to change the subject into a negative real negative tone because I, I that's not what today is about but you really wonder where we are as a country when you when you you celebrate somebody and you know that you know didn't didn't leave lead the best life you know had a troubled life but didn't lead the best life either while that a person like that would be celebrated and yet our own leadership can't even give those that actually were heroes because they paid the life and their families it's not even so much for those that have lost it's for the families that have been left behind and i don't understand why you know that would be to me that's kind of basic 101 of being a politician that high up that you you know there's certain holidays you acknowledge and and memorial day is certainly one of them and to just be laissez-faire have a nice long weekend um it, it was it was disrespectful it would be yes. the best word that that would come to mind i agree very disrespectful i feel like i had to apologize for pizza for that which I don't, but I, I felt that because I really, I, I was embarrassed. I was embarrassed 
I was embarrassed as a citizen. I was embarrassed as someone that lives in the free world that they did that to, to these families and, and to the memories of those that served. I was embarrassed. Well, there's so much more that we could say about this conversation, but today is about um, our veterans that have paid the ultimate sacrifice in their families. Um, but with that, as we mentioned earlier too, it's also for many the, the signification of the start of grilling season. Mm, and, oh, I got a grilling story. <laughs> oh, oh, I can't wait to hear. So I'm just curious out there what our viewers and listeners are doing today. What is your favorite um, side dish? My favorite side dish, um, which I'm going to stay away from today, is potato salad. And since I've been doing, um, this is day number seven for me for 75 hard, I cut out, um, I haven't had any potatoes, no French fries, nothing like that. And let me just say, my tummy feels 200% better. So what does that tell you? <laughs> you know, uh, again, you gotta eat those kinds, of, those kinds of things in moderation, but you are currently doing a challenge. So of course, you know, you're, you are going to eliminate them. And, and I think you find that with food groups that uh, are inflammatory type of food groups and potatoes is one of them. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes it's very salty, could be depending on the spices and things that they're adding. Um, but uh, side dish, my favorite side dish, that's a real hard one. Um, I do like potato salad as well. Uh, I actually had a little bit of a, a we had a, pool, a little pool party barbecue yesterday and a friend of mine made uh, a very nice light macaroni salad so it wasn't too because sometimes you could have a macaroni salad and then you have the pasta salad so the, when I hear pasta salad I think of more you know oils spices uh, vegetables along with the pasta macaroni salad she had a little bit of onion a little bit of celery but it wasn't really mayonnaise it was very light uh, and it, it was pretty yummy but talking about grilling so uh, of course I'm you know, growing all my different herbs and spices and they're getting really big now that I could cut them and chop them up and I'm all excited about that. So I made a, uh, you know, we were grilling chickens, of course, Italian, it's got to go in the olive oil and some garlic and all my fresh herbs. So Johnny, because we had been maybe about 10, 12 people over, I guess was a little impatient at the grill. <laughs> so, because I had three bags, because what I think grills best on the grill with chicken is uh, drumsticks and thighs. They just, breast, breast of chicken don't always, they just end up drying out. They don't always come out really juicy, but drumsticks and thighs really come out really good. So I had three bags of them. Cause you know, wings, you know, the drums, although the drumsticks were on the bigger side, the thighs, they're, they're small, they're not, they're boneless. So I had three bags of them. And of course, when you're marinating, you put extra, you know, sauces or oils or whatever, cause you know, you want it to, the flavor to soak in. Well, normally, you know, you take it out of the bag and place it on. And he's like, there's three bags here. It's going to take me forever. So he takes all three bags and just dumps them on the grill. Well, think about that. <laughs> all that oil. Oh. Needless to say, it was a smokehouse in, in the Lanai area. And I didn't realize that that's what occurred. And I'm like, why is it so smoky? It's never like that. So he had to go out and he had to get daddy, the, the, the big fan that daddy brought us. I thought, well, this is appropriate because we're entering into June and it's almost a year since he was here with everyone. And we'll chat about that in another day. But um, 
it was like so everyone can basically run into the house <laughs> and it wasn't until later that night that a couple of us were still left and we were talking about that and i said i'm still confused that's the same recipe i made last week and the, the, the grill didn't smoke up like that and then i thought well maybe because it was smaller amounts of chicken versus large amounts of chicken and that's what then he told me what he did and he had the snarkiest grin on his face yeah i was I didn't feel like because there was a lot of chicken. I didn't want to like just one at a time. I just dumped it. And I go, that makes sense because when I picked up the plastic Ziploc bags, there was hardly any, you know, oils in them. And I'm like, so all that oil got dumped into the grill. He goes, yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. He wasn't thinking, you know, when he dumped it, obviously he wasn't thinking about it. So I'm like, okay, I think uh, grill, grill, grill shift has to change a little bit. <laughs> Yeah. And oh, I was just thinking this too. This popped into my head. Mommy used to make the um this strawberry raspberry jello mold and it had oh, yeah. sour cream in it, which honestly that sounds disgusting, but it was delicious. That was one of my favorite things. Yeah, I know. And it, you're right, because I, I was not never a fan of sour cream when I was younger, but she would you would always used to make that. I don't even know if we have that recipe. I'm not even sure how she did it. Maybe Claudine knows. She probably knows. I I remember it being this huge, like bowl type of uh, Jello mold thing. Yes. Yeah, I can see it in my head. Yeah. So yeah, that was. Yeah, I mean, it is it is the grilling season. It is fun to come up with you know new creative ideas. Um, I'm really into cucumbers, and the uh, I've got a whole list. I'm gonna uh, work on putting it together of all the great benefits of cucumbers you, you just you'd be just shocked until you really start investigating a certain food group and or a certain vegetable or whatever and the health benefits are crazy good so i like that i definitely love the fact of chopping up fresh herbs because boy the flavor uh yesterday i used a lemongrass which is also great to keep mosquitoes out by the way so if you got people that are mosquito magnets if you're cooking, uh, add some fresh um, lemongrass, cut it up, chop it up nice. And uh, that helps. I did not know that, something that I learned. So I love experimenting with the different, um, now I've got a bunch of mint. So I'm excited to, to maybe make a mojito with some fresh mint. Um, so it's just really cool to have all those fresh veg, uh, spices and herbs to go with what you're grilling. But, you know, be creative, could try something new. It, it is a great time. And I love it when you're gathering with other people, which a lot of people are going to be doing today, gathering with other people and kind of sharing the load and everyone's kind of bringing in their favorite dish. Uh, so we had some great treats. We had quite a few desserts that I had to like, all right, everyone's got to take a bag home. And thankfully, uh, Michael uh, and his uh, girlfriend are coming up today. So they can take some of this food home because I don't like to keep it in the house. Um, either yeah. that, or, or either that, or I'm going to stop at you know the local police department. And say here is a tray of. Tray oh, that'll be nice. Um, one of our listeners, Sandy, my very good friend, um, she also says grilling fruit is delightful, and I, I just asked her, fruit. and I said, what types of fruit do you grill? Now, um, <laughs> I bet you pineapple. Pineapple, I would think, would be a good one. I don't know, but I mean, I know people put like uh, pineapple and ham on pizza, which by the way, Italians don't like doing that. 
um, uh, just saying. Kind of likes it, but I'm just saying. Well, I like it too, but normally, you know, yeah. there's, there's yeah. kind of that funny thing going around that you know, if you put if you put um, pineapple and ham on your pizza, you're not Italian. Oh, <laughs> oh I'll have to hide the fact that I like pineapple. But anywho, I would think that because it's a heartier fruit, you know, you know, just because of the way that it's big and bulky and dense that that would be a good good uh fruit to put on the grill i never would never think of i would never think of that but i think that i think i'm going to try that i've got some pineapple maybe we'll experiment that today today what we are going to do is we have some fresh shrimp oh and yeah i know your favorite you know seafood yeah. but the cool thing well i don't know about the cool thing i'm actually probably going to do a live about it is it the, this is from a friend of mine that I play pickleball with and he has a shrimp farm. So the shrimp have the heads on them and all that. And I have to like cut, clip the heads off. I'm not even sure where to clip them off. <laughs> he told me what to do. The last time I bought from him, I was like freaked out about it. So he took the heads off for me. But believe it or not, you take the heads. I know this is gonna sound gross to you. Seafood lovers will appreciate it. You freeze the heads. And then um, when you want to use them, because there's a lot of flavor, you actually boil some water, um, some garlic, some herbs or whatever, and you put them in there and you boil them down and then you kind of smash them up and then put them back in. Then you, you strain them. So now you're left with just the juice, the shrimp juice or the uh, broth. And it makes for a very nice shrimp dip and or like if, if someone likes uh, shrimp scampi, any kind of shrimp, you know, whatever it may be. So now you've got the nice flavored broth. I know it sounds disgusting. I get it. <laughs> yeah, and I'm making faces here. And uh, so Sandy says, you know, I asked her what types of grill yep. fruit do you grill? Pineapple, watermelon, pears, mango, banana, peaches, nectarines. That sounds bananas. pretty good. That a, bananas. How about you? I don't know, but you know, think about that. I would, um, I would think really? they would like melt and get smushy, like like a. Well, I would assume it would have to be a, a firmer type of banana, but think about yeah. that. That actually sounds pretty good. And then maybe with some some melted dark chocolate. Um, mm. And as far as the shrimp goes, she said you could use it for shrimp stock. Yes. Yeah. So I know that grosses you out, Jan, but you know, well, <laughs> in all honesty, I'm going to see my face today. They read the heads, the ones that are already frozen, they look like little tiny ants. <laughs> just the head part uh, <laughs> your face is priceless so i know it, it kind of freaks me out a little bit but i, I want to experiment and i you know th this is how you develop new new recipes and or skills so i am uh, i'm gonna be the brave one and try to do that today just to add a little variety we're going to do some shrimp but I, I think i've got some nice pineapple and it's firm it's it's ripe but not too too ripe so i think that will look nice on the grill um did she mention strawberries with strawberries on that list i've got strawberries i do not see strawberries on that I list. do have some bananas that are not really ripe so maybe those might be good you know I put on the grill some strawberries and some some great um uh, pineapple strawberries pineapple and banana on the grill grill maybe on a skewer I'm assuming yeah, she says kebabs too. But yeah. I, the other thing I was thinking of, um, the grilled bananas with vanilla bean ice cream on it, dark chocolates drizzled over that. Ooh. See, she's by, notice, notice, folks, 
She's bypassing the whole grilling part of what we're talking about. She's going right to the ice. She's going right to the ice cream and the hot chocolate sauce, which I'm all for that too. All but right. Yes. So now that we're kind of transitioning over to dessert, yes. Uh, what I'm making today is just a, like a small little fruit salad. I like that. And you know what? If you really want that sweet treat, what I'm finding uh, one of the best. low calorie sweet treats is actually angel food cake mm -hmm. so if you are one who loves i mean i love the fresh fruit and uh i don't add the, you know, some people add a little bit of extra stevia or sugar to it to, to make like a syrup i don't do that i just cut up the nice fresh fruit and you know we'll rip up a little bit of the angel food cake and then a little little bit of the whipped cream and you can you can actually get sugar-free whipped cream if you choose to but what's the point <laughs> oh you know what um I make my gluten-free scones mm. and <laughs> the scones themselves could be used as the base for like um, a strawberry shortcake. Oh, that sounds good. Grilled or how about the, uh, the chocolate hummus. Now, that's another yummy treat. If you don't, if you love chocolate, but you also want like a healthy, they have the chocolate, nice chocolate hummus, which is great with fruit on a kebab. So you could probably take that grilled fruit, dip it into the chocolate hummus it is delightful it's yummy it's you feel like mm, i'm eating like this really delicious you know sugar impact type yes. dessert, but it's not really it's and very it's, satisfying and it's healthy and it's very satisfying so you feel like you really had a luxury type dessert yeah and the other thing um grilled fruit by the way is featured in sandy's cookbook so we can't wait oh, for what's let's tell our tell the audience our viewers our listeners yeah, my very my very good friend Sandy Kern desire be to be well. This is not um, this is not just a cookbook. Oh, um, and, and what I will because I don't want to give the whole thing away, but the gist of her doing this book, she had major health problems, was able to so to speak come out on the other side, but she and her husband love to cook together and they enjoy being in the kitchen together that that's part of their their family life so she was in a predicament okay how can i make for instance macaroni and cheese but not use you know dairy and so it really is more of a look like taking a recipe and these are all her recipes all of her recipes this isn't your you know your susie homemaker kind of cookbook this isn't a cookbook that you just put up on your um you know in your kitchen and, and the kitchen to collect dust <laughs> oh no so we're really excited for sandy and her cookbook to come out um sandy if you're still on i don't know if you are when is the eta of your book coming out uh but we what is the name what is the name of the book um and where can we get a copy of the book uh, it will be uploaded to Amazon at some point. So we'll uh, get all that information from Sandy. <coughs> um, I believe the name of it is Sandy Kern Desire to Be Well, but I will double check on that. I know awesome. that's I, I know that's the name of her of her Facebook group where she um she shares a lot of great information and yeah so we're all excited for that to come out for her oh you know and i love knowing that you know yeah you can look up a recipe you know quick recipe or whatever you know 
via your phone. But I love a good, good, good cookbook. If they've got illustrations, uh, more the better. But um, go ahead. I I knew I was off. I knew Desire to Be Well was in the name of her book, um, but it's Desire to Be Well: Recipes and Wellness for Health and Happiness. Boom! Oh, I love that, and I love the fact that they work together in the kitchen. Um, John and I try that and there's no kitchen big enough for the two of us. <laughs> well, you know, it's just amazing. I had, I've known Sandy for four or five years. <laughs> we went to IIN, the Institute of Integrative Nutrition, obviously became very good friends. Um, I met her husband once a few years ago, and then they were going up to, uh, Maine, I want to say, and they were able to stop here. So I was finally able to meet her in person. Oh, how cool. And, That's so cool. and whenever she makes something, she, you know, she shows it on Facebook group on her page or in her group. And I always say to her, um, delivery charges to North Haven. So she brought me some very, and I don't even remember the name of it, but they were these chocolate decadent muffins. That was Ooh. so and probably healthy on top of it. Very, very healthy, of course. Oh, I'm excited about that because I do. I love taking and I love the fact that she's pulling apart really great recipes and saying, look, at, we can do better. You know, we you know, from from a health standpoint, because we know how valuable our gut is. But we also know that a lot of the food quality today has got a lot of additives, preserves, chemicals, things that are not good for our belly that irritate with inflammation to our not only to our gut but to all parts of our body so you know when you think of those old recipes as we we're talking about like mommy's jello mold you think of those old-fashioned recipes that you kind of miss but you know you ah, I, I, you know it's the way it's made well it sounds like she's actually taking some great recipes that you know may, maybe they're comfort food maybe they're just a good recipe that you had as a kid and reinventing them in such a way that it's more healthier so you still get that great satisfaction of eating that particular thing that you love but it's just got healthier ingredients and or the recipe is tweaked you know drop this add this you know oh they call for a half a cup of sugar well we're going to you know an eighth of a sugar and we're gonna like naturally sweeten it with fruit or whatever so i i think that's kind of cool that she's she's uh taking apart good recipes and making them still good but in a healthier form and i, I love that but and it, it's it's really I guess you could say taking recipes apart, but these recipes are um, really all her own. I mean, some of them I just would never think of. Um, redefining what healthy tastes like is what, and that's so true. She just mentioned that on the comments. <laughs> um, and she also says that her content is complete. It's in the editing process. Should be ready to upload sometime in June. That's awesome. Oh, congratulations, Cindy. That's I'm excited about that, you know, especially the original recipes on top of it. So it sounds like it's not just reinventing, it's her own original version of maybe creating a new way of something similar, but either, either even better and or just a whole new creation altogether. And who yeah. doesn't like to try a new recipe? I always like to try new recipes because then you get a feel for, hmm, it's good or I didn't, I didn't make it right or I need help with that. But I love step-by-step. Step. I'm so in particular about step-by-step, step, like really clear and concise directions because I'm one of those that need clear and concise. Oh, me too. I'm a great baker and I'm an okay cook, but 
I'm looking forward to that coming out as well. Speaking of recipes, we went to, uh, just a sidebar, we went to a great restaurant on Saturday on our way out. It was about an hour and a half from here. And they made a homemade uh, white sangria, peach sangria. And it was so delicious. Like I just, it's, you know how you have a, a, a beverage, it doesn't even have to be an alcohol beverage, but just you know, something that fresh and fruity that you just, you just want to like dive right into it. So it was so good. So yesterday I decided to recreate it. I did ask, uh, you know, the bartender, a couple of the different ingredients they used. And then I kind of improvised on certain things that I had, but I ended up making a nice peach white sangria. Um, and a lot of people like to use simple syrup. So I only used a tad of that because I really try to stay away from that. Instead of brandy, I actually used the peach syrup that comes in with canned peaches. And then I got some fresh peaches in the, and then I smushed everything. And then I added blueberries. I added some raspberries, some strawberries. Uh, what else? A little bit of simple syrup, a little bit of a mango flavor. And then I used a Pinot Grigio. Um, but I'm not necessarily a sweet sangria person. I like it kind of in between. So then I added some Chardonnay to it to kind of balance the sweetness of it. I made two pictures of it and everyone loved it. Oh, wow. Yeah. That sounds wonderful. So, hey, everybody, what are you doing on this um, Memorial Day? Um, in North Haven, it's cold, dreary, yeah. rainy, and... Yeah. Um, I did wear my winter jammies again last night. I was cold. So on that note, we all hope that you have um, an amazing Memorial Day. We salute our veterans who have paid that ultimate sacrifice. And we salute those families who continue to mourn their loss. My name is Janice, aka Wellness Diva 5.0, warming up here. And I am with two... Sisters, and this is Carol Sue, aka Naughty Bus, live from A. It's getting more sunny in Vero Beach. I'm going to go get my pickleball on. I've got my red, white, and blue on. Remember, remember, remember what Memorial Day truly is. It is for those that never came back, who served in the line of duty, paid the ultimate sacrifice, but also so didn't their families. So if you know of a family that lost a loved one, from war, make sure that you thank them as well. And to keep the spirit alive of those soldiers, you know, that didn't, they never came home. They never came home. But if they were asked to do it again, I believe in my heart that they would because they wanted to defend the almighty red, white, and blue. You guys have a great day. We will see you tomorrow, which is Tuesday. What is Tuesday? It's what we triumphed over. So you got to think about this last week. What did you triumph over? Maybe was you made that great new recipe. Maybe you put out the fire on the grill. Maybe you decided, you know what? I'm going to eat totally clean this weekend and prove to myself I can do it even on a holiday weekend. Whatever it is, you guys have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Take care. Bye, everyone.